hate to say it, but that song is getting more and more, uh, you know, as we go. It's getting uh, sounds out there because I'm not sure where. That song is getting more and more, um, well, you know, sound the alarm. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to take a chance on it, right? Well, that's not the mark because X, Y, and Z. Or this is not the mark because of this or that. We're talking a tattoo under the skin, the forehead under the right hand. You know, I'm sure that the way this thing has progressed, that will be next. You know, that'll be like the next requirement. And um, they say it'll be a chip, but you know how these chips are. They're like nano size. They're like, they can put it under your skin any which way. But I believe it will be uh, the quantum dot tattoo, I believe, is is probably based on something like that, on these microneedle um, um, way of reading your body and putting in programming into your body and then taking readings out. And then, of course, um, you've got the... Uh, this idea of taking blood when you travel, I mean, that just reeks of the name, you know, cloning. So there's a song talking about cloning and the idea of, you know, of, of, of recloning a human race in the image of uh, what these uh, psychopath idiots want. And um, I know that people's faith is being tested. If you've had faith in the Lord... You know, that's the thing. We, we, we don't have enough faith. And we could have more faith. And, and the way that I gauge that is how frightened people get at these new changes. Where we should be just flowing through the changes, you know, just like it's a, you know, another day at the office is no big deal. Because, I mean, you have other things to be concerned about. Uh, health and so forth. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people's health. My health could be better. I'm not really sure what's wrong, but there's been some kind of, like, fatigue thing going on. It's it's just part of whatever this whole, you know, we, we don't know what the, uh, the, 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 the idea of the, the shedding can do, you know, and, and um, in my case, there's, like, a kind of a, a fatigue aspect, and then there's a, um, you know, it's like I'm battling some kind of ongoing and, you know, almost infection, not quite, you know what I mean? But it's just kind of bringing you down physically. And um, I battle with, uh, you know, supplements of all different kinds. And uh, I take HCQ2 as a, as a prophylactic. And um, it may be none of those things are going to work on the next round. I mean, people may die, like, in, in mass. It's you know, there's no one to stop them. You're not going to. I'm not going to. It's, you know, um, the evidence is quite clear. It's uh, about the surface of the beast system, but we don't see the depth of it. In other words, they have a one-way mirror into seeing us in the simulated world they've already created. This, this, simu this world is simulated completely. It's a psychological operation, but more than a psychological operation, more than just the Truman Show. It's a, um, it's a, uh, more than just a simulacrum um, of fake stuff. It's a, um, you know, it's a one-way read of reading people and reading 
trends. It's, you know, it's like a laboratory, you know, or like a like an ant farm almost. And um, so they keep doing things in a macro way to affect the globe, let's say, what they call the globe, or, or the human populations and consciousness. And, and what I'm sick and tired of is, you know, they're constantly playing the tune. But anyway, here we are with another song that is, you know, like everything I do seems to be completely prophetic. And unfortunately, coming due, you know, like I used to say back in, I don't know, the early 2000s, I said, well, if everything that I predicted comes due, we won't be here. Right? We'll be dead. So we had this this idea of mass extermination. I'd say from the very beginning of the Zeph report, we, we knew that was in the background, percolating along. And... Um, because we, we had already had in the 90s, we had had, um, you know, we had Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. We had the Kyoto Agreement. We already had them signing on to like a mass genocide type of thing. We already had the Georgia Guidestones. And I'm not sure when exactly we got them, but I mean, you know, we've, we've had those for a long time. So, so the, you, you, you know, the point is, is that none of this has been hidden all this has been there. It's just I don't think that people thought we were going to really be exterminated. But I mean, after um, you know nine eleven and all the various wars and all the various things we've had, we kind of went into, and then we went into this COVID thing, which which obviously has been a um, uh, a revelation of you know it's really showing you that the what is underneath the velvet glove is the iron fist. And that you have no rights. You already have, it's like you already, people are saying, oh no, we're going to lose our rights. No, 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 you don't have any rights. But we've been talking about this from the beginning. Where there's a dual world, where the satanic world rules over the, 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 the world of the confused and deluded, the procession of idiots, um, the government isn't, your government is not the United States. It's not, you know, there really is no government. It's, it's them that control it and have been for a long time. Them who are looking for the uh, excuse to pull the plug, which is, you know, at best a, um, well, look at the damage they've done already, you know. And look at the people that have, you know, gone already. Now, I noticed that the uh, person that wrote a, a blurb for me in my book, Russ Dizdar, has passed away from these various uh, illnesses that they're passing around. And, you know, so, you know, people that have, you know, are semi-famous like that in the Christian world, let's say. But then there's other people, too. I mean, neighbors and, and uh, you know, people that you know of have, have passed now. And it's not like... Before, you didn't know anyone that had COVID. It was really the jab that was the uh, disease and causes then the shedding and the spreading of these various diseases, some of which are COVID-related, some are not. Some are just like, you know, infection and, you know, you, you can feel it. And then some people have succumbed and, um, you know, where hydroxychloroquine and Ivermectin and all that has worked. It may be a situation coming up where it won't work in the future. It's just a really hostile environment, you know what I mean? And and uh, a lot of people are losing their faith. And when I say that, I mean they're they're spending more time worried 
and less time in joy because it's hard to be, listen, it's hard to be joyous when you're not feeling well. You know what I mean? And so most people are kind of not feeling well and they're not really admitting it. And then the people that are not doing well at all, I mean, they're obviously showing signs that it's much more of a severe thing than what they call COVID, 99% chance of recovery. There's no that there's no chance of recovery when 99% of the people are infected with something. And it's, um, you know, and the, the whole point of all this really is to force people to take the mark, um, you know, to be marked. And they're, they're, you know, notice how insistent they are on the backs. You lose your life, lose your job, and they don't care. How many people protest? How many people are upset? How many good people have had their lives ruined? They don't care. But they never cared about you. They always hated you. The U.S. government is just a, fa- a facade. Beneath that facade are people that literally want you dead and have always wanted you dead your entire life. But you didn't know it. You thought it was about you. About you pursuing your dream. You getting your education. Settling down and having some kids. Having some kind of life, some kind of, you know, a fair situation. It's all unfair. It's all evil. It's all unfair. It's all bad. And uh, everybody knows it. I mean, we talk to each other and we try to put a good face on it. We try to say positive things, you know. Despite the completely obvious plan to, uh, you know, get rid of us. We try to stay positive and God's got this and God's not going to let this thing go off the cliff and and, while it's going off the cliff. It's gone off the cliff. But I do believe there is a message here from the Lord and I I think it's very, very clear that one, don't, you know, I know this is kind of cliche, but we, we, if you fear death too much, you you know, and you fear them too much, then you're proving you have no faith before the Lord. You know, you're you're proving that you failed in the faith department. The very thing God wanted to produce in you has not been produced in you and me. You know, in us, you know, has not been produced because we're not showing those fruits. So we okay. So the remedy to that, right, is to delve in big. Whether you're completely well or not, I mean, a lot of people are just feeling not quite up to par because, you know, you're being shed upon by prions and proteins and all kinds of nasty things that are causing you to go through a period of being semi-infected. And that's, and I can just say that's the masses. I don't think anyone else will tell you that. But, uh, it's about time we fessed up and we said, you know... I'm not feeling like I used to. No, no, we're not. It's not, and it's not emotional. It's literally physical harm. And, um, you know, being done by them and their crazy vaccine thing. We heard Jen Psaki on there saying something to the effect of, too bad Colin Powell didn't have the booster because you're 10 times more likely to survive uh, if you have the the jab and the and the booster. He should have had the booster. Where someone on the news was saying he should have had the booster, then he would have been much more likely to survive. The guy's eighty four years old. Uh, for a guy that's not that's not bad, you know. Uh, 
the 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 the, the issue. So they can't help but make that also into, you know, yet another issue. You know, um, you know, yet another another fight. Jen Saki says that you're ten times more likely to survive a uh, you know a COVID uh, episode um, if you have the jab. And the actual data is you're 10 times more, it's the reverse of what she said. She is a classic psychopathic liar in the sense that every lie is, is exaggerate, exaggerated beyond what's believable. So you're 10 times more likely, if you just invert what they say, you'll get reality, okay? So you're 10 times more likely to come down with COVID and have a bad COVID um, problem if you're vaccinated, than if you're not vaccinated, you're ten times, or you know, you're you're um, you, you know, like a big percentage um, at risk for getting COVID if you've had the vaccine. You're also at risk for getting COVID if you know people or are around people who have had the vaccine, and we all are. Even if you're around someone that was around someone, they're around someone, and they're around someone at work. They didn't have the vaccine, but they're around someone where then they're around you. And then, you know, you you develop um, symptoms. So here's what I can say about that. What's going to happen with that is, and this is a God thing, God's going to make the people much more immune to the shedding you know, the people that don't take the jab have a reward coming, and that's going to be their immunity is going to go through the roof and be able to withstand all this crap they're throwing. Okay, so that's, it may not be right right away, but I believe that's coming to where people are going to be enjoying a, a really robust health season because of, uh, you know, the ones that have weak immune are going to be, you know, dying, but the ones that do survive are going to have a stellar immune system and be immune to spikes and proteins and all the all this kind of stuff they feel is very very deadly including maybe perhaps the the big variant they're 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 talking about now a super variants coming and remember we heard that delta and the, and the lambda and these others were super variants too and the people developed immunity and that's the benefit of not having uh the uh you know gene therapy shot is that your immune system gets to work, but God made an immune system that will adapt and can adapt to these extreme measures. The, you know, what, what surprises me, I guess, I had a, like a vision that people would become like super bugs, like you spray the bugs and they don't die. You, know, you spray the ants, they don't die because they've been sprayed and those that have survived have bred and then they've, then now there's like, they're like super ants, Right? That's human. So that's uh, that's one thing uh, that does give me some ple- modicum of pleasure thinking about it, thinking about that vision Lord gave me. Superbugs. And then, um, you know, the other thing is this is the time when people are getting, you know, when it gets close to death like this, this is when people get inspiration from the Lord. This is where the courage comes in. This is where people can face you know, Tiananmen Square and, and, you know, face the lion's den and things like that. And you might be asking, well, where is that kind of faith? And I'm here to tell you, all we have to do is turn our attention 
you know, to the word, you know, to prayer, to, to just a, a constant rejection of all the news and all the, unless you want to do the translation, which is just to invert the news. Whatever they say, you invert it, and then you have a closer semblance of truth. Um, but, but, you know, just this focus on the Lord and nothing else. Almost to where you would look like a mentally ill person. To where you, you might even be giddy. You might even be laughing. You might even be dancing. You might even be just, you know, and, and to where you're starting to think about, wow, that person over there, they need a word. Lord, give me a word for them. And he gives you a word. And you go over and say, I can't wait to tell you this, but Lord has a word for you. You know, that kind of, you know, throwing yourself into the uh, path and uh, being just absorbed by it, you know, to where there's nothing else but the Lord. There's nothing else but, uh, you know, encouraging other people. There's nothing else but, you know, showing yourself um, at peace and and beyond this, uh, the need for the creature comforts, the things, the, 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 the whatever it is that, that you had, your routine, the kind of food you used to eat, whatever it is, you know that God's going to provide the right thing. You know that you're just focused on that. You know that there is nothing else. And um, that that, that uh, infection, if you will, of God would just take over your entire consciousness and your entire psyche to where there's nothing else there is nothing else, though, when you think about it. Because if we are on death row here, there's not much else we can do before we go bye-bye. Now, people ask me, but I thought you said this wasn't Satan's time. That doesn't mean there's not going to be people dying. That doesn't mean there's not going to be wars. That doesn't mean they're not going to pull this crap with the uh, with the, the spraying. What they do is they spray us with uh, the, you know, out of planes and stuff, these nano... Um, bots and things like that that emulate disease that cause disease in us and they're hitting us all the time and it uh, doesn't mean that's going to stop what it, what I mean by that is I'm doubting that they here, here's where that comes from I'm doubting that they know what the timing of God is whether it be on you know and, and, and that goes for um um for everything, you know what I mean. For the for the uh, for the the rise of the beast, well, the worship of the Antichrist, the return of Jesus, the return of you know the 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 the, the elimination of the the heaven and earth. Right? People don't even realize that God's the one that's going to get rid of the heaven and the earth. The Lord's going to get rid of the heaven and the earth and, and provide a new heaven and new earth. And out of that new heaven and new earth comes the new Jerusalem. Not it. Not. This, this is gone. This is wiped out. So one way or the other, this is wiped out. But somehow, we get the story like we're still here. And then that goes to what death is. Is there death? No, not really. Death is something we fear. So is this, do they know God's timing? Are they able to force God's timing? Were they given a revelation that 2021 uh, and uh, 2030 is God's timing for extermination, for the vile judgments and su such and so forth, uh, for the mark of the beast, for the uh, um, for all the things that are going to happen against the people of God. I saw this one program. They're talking about the Book of Revelation. They're putting it into a documentary movie form, 
It looks pretty good. I love things like that. And I was watching it, and uh, they talked about it as the um, wrath of God on man. The wrath of God on man is the revelation of Jesus Christ to John on the Isle of Patmos, that there's a that really he's revealing the wrath of God on man. Imagine that. We we a lot of times we don't think that way. We think, well, this is the wrath of God on the evil ones. No, but we see that God uses the evil ones for his wrath against man. So in that sense, could this be that? It certainly looks like it. And I could be completely, um, you know, wrong. Maybe Klaus Schwab knows God's timing. I just don't want him to know it. I, I guess I I just have a certain thing where I feel God's above Klaus Schwab. God is above Bill Gates. God is above Kyoto. God is above the New World Order. God is above the plans of mice and men. God thinks those things are folly. I, I'd like to think that. And whatever they think the timing is, everyone gone by 2030 and so on and so forth, I would like to think that they don't know shit. But I could be wrong, and God could be informing them and using them, and, you know, getting ready to use them in a big blow against, um, you know, disobedient man. What's disobedient man? Somebody that would sell their birthright, i.e. DNA and soul, uh, to, to continue life, you know, life as usual. I think that would be, you know, a, a dis disobedience of man. And, uh, and that's, can't do that right now. But, but I'm on a, uh, oh, I see. That, that thing. So we're going to get that later. That's our friend here, so. I know, isn't that an awful phone ring? <laughs> I have my phone set, too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the, the, the submarine, right? It's like a submarine. Um, but anyway, so I had a lot of time to think about this on the road, and, and I must tell you, I want to tell you guys, we've taken a little bit of tour of the United States, I mean, through the South, went to Nashville, went to North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Mississippi, um, uh, Louisiana, and Texas, okay, and, and you know, in, in a loop kind of a thing, and then we're going up to um, uh, Austin, so... Um, the country I won't say that about the big city like Houston but the country out in the on the road on the I-40 and through the little towns and stuff um, seems to me to be like um, you know, just like you see a lot of empty parking lots, you know, where you used to see people, and you see, um, you just see a lot of emptiness, and, and you see a lot less people. Now, I don't know whether they're lying to us about how many people have died, and that's a good possibility, or that people just don't have anything to shop with, that real poverty is coming into this situation, and, and it's, it's really... You know, they're bringing a, a Great Depression here to uh, to force people to comply. What is it they're so desperate about you complying with? Because before, they didn't even trust the vaccine because Trump was pushing it. Well, it's in. if it isn't 
what they think the mark is. It's in preparation for that. It's being obedient to that cycle of getting these continuous jabs. And of course, you know, when you're dealing with DNA alteration and you're dealing with people that are taking blood and creating clones, and then you know they already are creating chimeras and clones and all those. I mean, a million horrors are just waiting to be unleashed. Now, people think, it's funny, people think horror movies were fantasy. And horror movies are completely accurate about what's behind the veil that they can't see. What they don't realize is people would like to be scared with horror movies and monsters and things, but but they always tell a reality. Like Invasion of the Body Snatchers is talking about, you know, this foreign, um, you know, non-human intelligence that takes over the earth and conforms people into, like, you know, like human robots. But, you know, it's like identical to what's going on right now. And um, so it's uh, it's always interesting. But again, the 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 big um, the big uh, weapon has got to be you know faith, abundant faith, and um, you know has got to be this. Uh, like, I have faith that the Lord's going to deliver me from this, like, I don't know what it is. It's like this tiredness that it's it's a weird thing. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to accept. So what do I have? I've got faith, right? And God leading. And that's really all I've got in anything. I mean, when I began in Los Angeles out on the stones of the, you know, the backyard where I was just done, I was... uh at the end of my rope and God you know presented himself to me upon my request and proved you know he was God I, and I've been there ever since and before that I would rebel I would uh, I'd be all alone you know fighting off the Satanist right and the friends I had were really people that would pretend to be on my side but they never were Ho ho! All right, that resonates with a few of you. I mean, a little gummy bear, a little uh, a vitamin D gummy bear. <laughs> anyway, um, looking back, even in those dark days as a teenager, where they, you know, completely set me up for assassination and for incarceration, and which you know did happen and. You know, psychiatric um, uh, doctors um, brainwashing me and, and giving me um, like a Truman alter type personality that where I'm living in a world where there's no Satan. No, I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but it really happened. Um, for many years, I just thought that was. Um, that was just me, you know, that just has to be like mental illness or something. There's no such thing as that kind of evil, right? Oh, they wouldn't kill anybody. They're not trafficking children, which is, you know, which is one of the big things uh, about them. That's probably the main thing about them, right? They're trafficking children, as you can see by the stats. So I denied all that. 
And so when there was any evidence of anything and there was cognitive dissonance on my on my part, I would definitely, um, you know, retreat into reclusion until it passed because I thought it was mental illness, which was really reality. And that went on for like, I don't know, 20 years. It went on for a long time. And um, it, it was, uh, you know, classic, you know, mind control, you know, alter, you know, who are you? You know, how many personalities do we have here? created to, to maintain a thing like that. Um, 20, 30, 40, 50, uh, infinite. I would just call it, in my case, infinite. Whatever was needed to keep the illusion that there's no such thing as Satanism and weird things going on with people and, you know, a lot of, th and, and even the, the gang stalking. Uh, what is it, um, you know, the classic stuff. You know, going into your house, moving things, following you, you know. Um, you travel and you get somewhere and they're, they're echoing what was said to you earlier by somebody unrelated, but it's all to, to spook you and to gaslight you and to scare you and to, you know, and then it gets even more serious where it's like they're going to kidnap you, they're going to, they're going to, you know, they're going to sabotage your car, your truck, your, you know, your life. Um, people that you were friendly with all of a sudden turn mean. You know, all of that. No, it doesn't exist. Uh-oh. You're slipping. You might need to go see the doctor. You know, if you mention it, right? Oh, God. Dude, just like that. You, I think you need a refresher. Yeah, they're... I mean, they're... I, I don't know who they are, but it just seems like they're... They were in the car. The car is not the same as it was. So I, is that the same car that I had? Did they switch cars on me? You know what I mean? Uh, that that sort of thing, and then you know, all organized, and and then with the proviso that it doesn't exist, and if you admit that it exists, even though it's happening, then you're in trouble. Now you're in trouble. That's how good the gaslighting was back then. And who would participate in the other side against the individual? Well, the police department, the fire department, the, uh, the school, of course, the teachers, the shrinks, the institutions, the hospitals, the, um, um, uh, the uh, a lot of people. Well, how many people is that in the population then? Um, a lot. I can't tell you everybody, but it just seems like a lot. And why would they be concerned about you? Because I was talking about things they were doing. And they have to keep it all quiet. In other words, they have to keep the illusion of this world that they project on television going. And if anything interferes with that, it's got to be stopped. And it's just that simple in terms of targeting. Okay. So we have all of this going on, and in, in the, in the, in the biggest revelation to me of all was really getting involved in the, in, 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 you know, uh, having a prophetic ministry, the Zeph Report, that came on originally in 2002, uh, March 9th, exactly. And um, coming up on our 20th year anniversary, I guess. 
But it was all the people saying they're Christians, and yet they're no different from your average daily gang stalker, and online stalker, and gaslighter, and liar. Liar! Everywhere. Even with pride to the point where they would say, I'm not going to be seen with you. You're such a pariah. And I'm like, oh, what did I do? Silence. I didn't do anything. I didn't, I wasn't a pariah to anyone. I was kind to everyone. But that doesn't stop them. They came in the name of Jesus Christ. They came in the name of, I have a very successful radio ministry. And you're, you know, uh, not allowed to interview any of my people because you're a Satanist. No, I'm not a Satanist. Well, I say you are, so that's enough. So if you don't see me lamenting some of these people that are getting sick, it's because they're not real. That's all I can say about it. I'm not going to get into any kind of fight here, but I mean, they're just not real. They're not real now, and they weren't real then, and I don't know what kind of game they're playing, but it's, it's very interesting. That if you think you can fool the Almighty God with your clubs and your associations and your group and your, like, power centers, you know what I mean, and your, your ministries... Where you have you know people participating and and keeping the whole thing going, and if it is corrupt in any way, shape, or form, it'll be tested by the Lord. And if it is, there will be prophetic voices that will point that out. And if that's the and if that's the issue, and people follow anyway, then that is on them. I think we know people, for example, who have taken the jab who didn't think it was the market, didn't think it was bad, and, and it caused a division. I can't prove it, you know, but I, I suspect it, you know, that there are people that took the mark that, that or the jab that, um, that didn't say anything, you know, that kept it on the QT, you know, that, that uh, kept it because they didn't want to go through a hassle of being fired at work or something, so they quietly took it. I think we're, we're remiss if we don't think there are people around us that quietly took it. People that call themselves Christians and gospel people or whatever, you know, end time, you know, watchmen and mighty watchmen. Well, any, all of us can be very weak. But, um, yeah, no, I went through it. And I actually went through the whole thing of being, of being, of having the Christian community, uh, isolate me as a some sort of pariah or some kind of evildoer and even though I, I, there wasn't really much that I did I mean it's kind of hard to do evil if you're not doing a lot of actions but I mean you know the, 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 um, the idea that the Zeph report at that time was popular and they couldn't stand it and they, they, they I ran in the same mafia in the Christian world as I did in the movie world or any of these other worlds, the music world, the movie world, the you know, the worlds I've been in, there's always these gatekeepers. And they're there. And then they turn into gang stalkers. And they're gatekeepers. And then they're okay with you getting programmed. They're okay with you, you know, maybe the doctors can help you. Help you meaning, you know, help you to conform. 
to the world system and then pretend you're over here in this little Christian thing, which is supposedly not conformed, but then becomes a conformed thing um, or is part of the world system. Or, you know, the idea is, well, you see, we don't want to be harassed or put out of business, so we have to conform somewhat. We have to give a nod, and that nod is a spiritual nod. I mean, there's no... With Christ, there is no wiggle room. You know, there is no nod. There is no wink. That it's a, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a no-no, you know. There is no nod and no wink, and that's why, you know, the Christians are targeted, because they're sitting there naked as a jaybird with no, no, no backup of man. Nobody's got their back. Because they are not falling into this um, mindless, spiritless, but nevertheless powerful form of conformity, which is basically consent that, you know, it's really becoming a slave. It's like a consent that they can do what they will with your soul. You pledge your soul to them, to the group, not to the Lord. Pledge it to the Lord, you'll see they will turn on you eventually. Now, I never really tried to, you know, make amends. I, I kind of let it go, and, I, you know, I, I just feel like, you know, I'm, um, you know, past enemies and things, I got to let it go. You know, I don't uh, feel any, you know, I, I'm, I'm concerned. I want people to do well. I want the people that have, uh, you know, that, that, that have met with their deaths, I want them to be right with the Lord, you know, upon death. I want them to be, you know, if, if, if they did something to me, I, I don't want that to be a reason for them to be punished. I preferred that I never ran into them. I, I didn't, I was just trying to be obedient. That was it. I was just trying to do what I was supposed to do because I'd been in a very bad situation and I need God's help every second of every day just to survive. And, um, you know, we're really in a, in a, in a horrible thing with, uh, like I say, the gang stalkers in L.A. and, the, you know, these people and, you know, people that we know taking credit for it. And it's like, how could they have control over, you know, stores and markets and places you would go? How would they know ahead of time where you're going to go, what you're going to do? How would they know all that? How, how would they be able to take uh, credit for that? And how much pain does that cause people like us? A tremendous amount of pain and suffering of being traumatized, being bullied, being hiding in the corner, you know, afraid to, 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 to venture out into public. And, you know, it can get worse and worse until finally we just kill ourselves because we're so ashamed for something we didn't even know what we did wrong that no one ever pointed out. How awful to be caught in a trap such as that. And are those people really Christians now on top of it all? Suddenly, now that they're dying? <laughs> of course, I think death is becoming, you know, less and less rare. I, I, I think people dying, you're not going to be able to point out patterns. I think you're going to see people dying in general, you know. And I'm, in a way, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, I'm sorry the way my daughter ended. It was so horrible. She was such a, a beautiful, perfect soul, you know. 
But in a sense, you know, I'm really glad she's not here right now. I mean, I hate to put it that way, but I don't think she would understand. I, even my uh, my weak uh, family that was, you know, all on Satan's side, I don't think they would be able to handle this either. Knowing that they played by the rules and they got the goodies and they would be punished with also, you know, jabs and life-ending circumstances. In other words, they would be hunted to be killed even though they uh, they gave the nod the wink. And that was no guarantee. And we've said it here many, many times. Those who comply will be the first to go. And now we've had Colin Powell. Isn't that interesting? He's one of the first liners. He's, he's, he's high society, that guy. He's, uh, you know, a uh, very, very well-respected um, scumbag he is, but, you know, because he killed all these people in Iraq, you know, I guess killing children was fun. Fun and games! No karma here! No reap what you sow in America! Come to America, you can bomb children and get away with it! Right? The DU poisoning, the, uh, the surge of George W. Bush. Uh, the boys are back in town. Okay, well, all of that has a price tag, and we're all paying the price, you know, and and we just should, you know, man up, woman up, whatever, adult up, and, uh, you know, and take it like um, with understanding that we have not been perfect. We have not been the best you know, purveyors of the gospel. We have not gone and rescued people in the third world. We have not, well, we've, you know, we've been part of that, but I mean, we haven't done everything we could do. And now we're getting sick. And, um, there's no dishonor in dying. It just, I think most of us feel like we wish we would have spent our time better suited than on TikTok or on, you know, Facebook or something like that. You know, I think we've, you know, while we're preoccupied with their little mind control, with their little uh, things around the, the mobile, around the crib, you know, while we're all preoccupied with all that eye candy, they're, they're sneaking up behind us and putting the knife in. And I think it's, it's terribly unfair. It, you know, we, people say, I call out to the Lord every day to help us. And we're falling apart more and more and more. It's like there's no help. Yes, you keep repeating the same prayer over and over then? Over and over every day, the same prayer, and you get no help? Well, that's an answer. The answer is that kind of help you want is not a, that's not God's plan. So what I'm saying is we need to accept God's decision. You know, he's punishing this nation. And we are here at best, what we can do is we can be witnesses. All of us be prophetic witnesses of God's word, you know. It's, God's word is prophetic. So when you see things happening to a nation and it's falling apart, you have a lot of parallels in the Bible that you can pull from and say, well, God, you know, would have punished Nineveh, but they all repented. We did not all repent. So the word is, he's going to wipe us out. I made the case to the Lord 
that our remnant here is strong. Um, I think what the Lord has told me is, yes, but not strong enough. And I can hear echoes of Matthew 24. When I return, will there be any faith left? Fortunately, those days were shortened. Or there would be no faith left. People are losing their faith because of fear. Fear is the opposite of faith. It's funny, they have the, the movie Dune coming out. A big, big production, apparently. Tony Timpone liked it. Big, you know, he says it's the Lawrence of Arabia of sci-fi films. I doubt that. But I will say one thing. They do talk about faith in a secular way. Fear is the, is the mind killer, they say, in Dune. You know, fear um, stops the mind from functioning. Um, fear, if you have a spiritual calling, you realize that you can't bring anything into manifestation, uh, solutions and so forth, when you fear. When you fear, you're going to be caught up with what if this happens, and images in your mind, and what if that happens, and what am I going to do in this situation? What about that situation? How am I going to do this? And, you know, faith is the lack of all those things. The opposite of that fear. We know when we pray, we get results. And that is what um, we've got to do now. We have to become completely absorbed in it and just like, um, to the extent where we just don't look, walk around looking traumatized, you know. And which most people do. I tell you, I've looked at people from you know, the middle of the country to the end of the country, and I can tell you this, a lot of them are walking around like, you know, kind of like if they could just get through this one day, you know what I mean? And just kind of like getting to their car and you know, getting out of there, you know, just kind of um, really um, really being afraid, really, really suffering from... Um, having the rug pulled out from under them, having things be so unstable. And that's what we're, you know, facing. And people say, well, there ever be a back to normal? And, well, they promise a back to normal if you get jabbed, but notice the people they get jabbed, then they want you to get more jabs. I mean, it's never really getting back to normal. These people are not your elected officials. They have no right to tell you to do anything. But how many of us are doing it? Back in New Mexico, I'm going to have to go to the market there, and you know they're going to say, "Well, you got to wear that mask, or you're not getting food." And so there it is. There it is again. Fortunately, I have a mask that's it's kind of a half half-ass thing I'm doing, but it's I have one that's not official, like it's an anti-mask. You know, it's, it's pure breathing, easy breathing. You know what I mean? But it looks real. So I kind of have that as my little you know half rebellion. Which, so I can, you know, and then I try to do things like, for example, uh, not go into any market, but just try to get a pickup and try to pick stuff up myself, you know, and then, and then of course, no mask, you know, you, you, but it's, you can see that the town we live in has given in. And now I would say that they're little more than just compliant robots, you know what I mean? It's, it's. It's hard to imagine. Now, I see people watching sports. 
and they seem to be into the sports. And I see people watching movies, and they seem to be into the movies, but it's like there's this... They're going through the motions, but are they really there like we used to be? And... Um, I can tell you what will bring, you know, what will bring an end to this. I, I, I personally feel there's like an end to this thing here. What we're going through right now, like it's, it's at a breakneck pace and then it sort of ends and then all of a sudden there's time that goes by where things look like they're back to normal. And then the calamity, whatever it is, comes down later. I, I just have a hard time acknowledging 2021 and 2030. I have a hard time acknowledging their science, that they are the that they are the, the judgment, but maybe God's using them. Maybe God has fed them information about what to do because that's his plan, and they think it's demons they're listening to or whatever, but it's really God. Yes, I can accept that could be the case, that he has deceived them into thinking they're doing their own thing when they're doing his bidding, which is you know punishing people that turn away from the truth that there is a creator. Only a fool says there's no creator. You look around and you look at people, and you look at uh, people and their stories and what they've been through, and you look at the trees and grass and you know, all the abundance of the earth, and you think, um, wow, it just randomly sprung up like that. <laughs> no, you don't think that. So, you know, one solution is to be completely absorbed, you know, in the word. And like, you know, a lot of us are kind of whistling by the graveyard. I know it's sort of weird that I've, you know, started making films now with, uh, during this, this thing that, that began, but it might lead to doing a film that could be quite um, effective in pulling in, you know, in, in presenting the gospel. I mean, we've, Definitely talked about it, you know what I mean? And it's definitely a possibility. So, see, God could use that. And, you know, and, and why is it important for people to understand the gospel? I think it's the, it's important for people to know the truth about what this is here on earth and what, what the, you know, who the rulers are and what the, what the deal is behind the scenes, why there are so many kids missing every year, what the proclivities of these elites are, you know, what they're forced to do sometimes against their will which is to do harm to innocence, to do harm to innocent people and um, some people, the trade off is well worth it, they get to have fur coats and jewelry and whatever they got uh, as a result of, of, of compliance and other people have a problem with it, they know that they're basically going to go to hell but they feel too weak to repent I look Anyone can repent. The most, the, the, the worst kind of thing would be the people that pretended to be Christians. And I thought it was just the churches. I didn't think it was going to be online, too, the, the same mafia. Yeah. Right? Did you? And they come around, they gang stalk you, and they write lousy comments on your whatever you do, and they, they, they act like they're personally after you. And it's it's like you what the you wonder well what what is in their heart that they would make them so evil so angry so vile so uh, violent and they actually believe as it says in one John they believe that they're doing God's service 
they believe that they are actually, um, you know, they, they could kill one of us and decide that they're really doing God's service. Yeah. Getting rid of the evil ones. That's the way they acted. That's the way they act, exactly. So that was new for us, you know, 20 years ago. And um, I don't believe anything has changed. I think we have the same split church we had before. It's made a mockery out of Jesus. Um, God's not happy. And um, in a sense, the, um, the blessings have been, you know, squandered. And, and um, you know, credit for the blessings that goes to, to, to man and the worship of man and vainglory and everything else. And I think that uh, these clubs that people have where they require conformity and they'll even tell you in a church, you're conforming to Christ if you conform to us. And, uh, well, I think God hates that. I think um, that that's, that all, you know, see, that's not been really brought out into the light yet. And at some point, that's going to have to be brought out in the light. Now, I'm, I'm a sinner and I, you know, definitely have been pretty raw online, and um, but God can see whatever I'm. You know, it's it's very visible, and you know, weaknesses in my case are very visible, and, and uh, uh, I I think that God had me not hide things, not not be you know too good or too this, or just be myself, in order not to get into a habit of hiding anything, but just being you know open. And uh, it would be interesting to find out, you know, just, I think we're going to find out in this next period, you know, who's for real, who's not. And uh, I also see another trend happening. I see people assigning themselves the roles of, you know, like apostles and prophets and this and that and the other thing. And then they start lording it over other people with their new their new mantle, their new assignment. You know, I haven't really mentioned it because I don't want to get in some kind of war with anyone, but I, I, um, I think what's best is just not self-identify right now. Maybe the best thing to do is just go do what you do. And then if people think they have some kind of, um, benefit out of what you're saying or doing, or they, you know, and they, they receive a, a blessing they can say it and that can help to you know uh, otherwise to find me I know some people are healers but I know that healing sometimes doesn't go on when it's self-identified it goes on more when you don't think they're a healer you know what I mean I've heard prophetic words from people that where they don't think they're prophesying and then they are and then you can receive that and then you say hey that was a prophetic word and then it gets proven you know um and the reason for that is just because so many people have self-identified as prophet so-and-so. And You remember a long time ago we had Prophet Yahweh? Remember that guy? Wow. Predicting the aliens. Um, we've had lots of characters like that, you know, who are self-identifying as various uh, religious figures, you know, and it's, it's a way of getting power or forming a cult. And... Um, you know, that's, we've sort of gone the other way here where, you know, not, not as a virtue, but just to kind of keep it low-key, 
You know what I mean? To, to not be... I am going to save you. I'm above you now. You send in a donation. You know, that sort of thing. We, we you know, we realize that, uh, you know, that, that a donation can be a stumbling block. We realize that the, uh, you know, in this kind of business, in this sort of Zephyrport thing, and, and whatever I end up doing for the Lord in that regard, it's... Um, and I understand that they have every right to, to call me depraved and evil and a sinner and everything else because it, it comes out. But I'll tell you one thing. When we're doing these movies and different things, we're, we're struggling to get it right. We're, uh, we're in a fallen situation, and we're not going to reflect um, something that isn't true. A lot of things that are true are really ugly. And, and, but we want to portray people as real. Not people as we wish they were. Not people that have been anointed so they act perfect from now on. You know, they've touched Christ, and Christ has touched them, so now they're these perfect people. You know, it's just, you know what I mean? And then that becomes like a leader, and then that leader becomes another hallmark of conforming to the leader. And here we go following the leader again. And, um, and there's a big problem with that. And I think you'd agree. And so, I guess the benefit of this time is to, um, that we know the solution. We know prayer. We know fa fasting and praying. The word, sharing the word. You know, just getting into that mode of listening for the Lord. You know, just um, getting quiet, getting that quiet place and saying, Lord, is there something you want to tell me? Is there something I need to know? Or, I just want to be quiet with you, Lord. You know, that, you know, that focus, that, that intention is a great place to start. And anyone can do it. And um, I do believe the Lord's also in a, in a, you know, breaking patterns right now. Like breaking patterns of, um, you know, food addictions, alcohol addictions, um, drug addictions, all these kind of addictions. I believe that the Lord is the Lord of... Um, it's a matter of reprogramming your mind in some of those cases. And I believe the Lord is actually reprogramming us by having the norm drop out. We're kind of free not to do the thing we did. You know what I mean? And um, maybe uh, focus on that consciously a little bit, using it as an opportunity to get um, down the road into a new pattern and away from destructive patterns. Um, that's another good thing about right now. Those new patterns can come about now that the old is not there to rely on or to, 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 to weaken us. Because a lot of times we weaken into a pattern. We want, we want to do something at the end of the day. We want a reward. We want a drink. We want this. We want that. We worked hard all day. And we, we go, we get it. Um, if that's not there... All of a sudden, there's no weakness. There's no need for it. And it's, it's just very interesting how that can happen. How a lot of addiction is really programming of the mind. And that right now we're going through what I'd call a deprogramming period. And that's making us all stronger. Even though we're, we need to overcome, some of us, 
you know, are older, need to overcome. We need our immune systems in tip-top shape right now. And so we all have to strategize what that means and what that would look like. I know some people are kind of weak from um, the attacks and, you know, like they just don't feel energized as they had before. That's kind of been my issue. Um, I know this is them and I know I'm going to overcome it. Because I know the Lord's speaking to me. I know I'm, I'm. I know it's it's not going to be there indefinitely. But it is. It is. Um, you can feel this. This like hidden hand trying to push all of us into the grave. You know, and uh, you know when you're tired, you're like, oh, you know, we're just being pushed into the grave. We're just being. You know, and then eventually I just won't get up. And eventually I just, you know, won't be here. And um, won't that be a relief? Rest, finally. And uh, finally I'll get rest. That's what the enemy would love to do. Have us all give up. And uh, that's not what we want to do, folks. So I'm going to leave you with this. The encouraging thing is that the Lord's with us 24-7. Anytime, day or night, anytime we feel like breaking the pattern of being distracted by some habit or something we do, he'll be there to fill that gap. And it's just the Lord is faithful to those that call upon him and those who are called according to his purpose. Um, not my will, Lord, but your will. Um, uh, you know, um, um, where am I, where am I going? I'm going into a certain scripture but it's not allowing me to. <laughs> there's so many songs popping up now. You know, there's so many songs popping up right now that we should have had five years ago that are like, you know, like that guy, uh, what's his name? Aaron Lewis, the stained singer that, that started doing uh, kind of a country thing where he says, <laughs> yeah, no, he starts... Cussing, you can't believe it. So, so when we're praying, you know, just a suggestion that we're praying to be in God's will, not our own, right? Not for our own things to, Lord, will you please make sure I have a Mercedes Benz? You know what I mean? It's just, uh, we're, we're trying to, like, you know, have a... Um, 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 you know, like when Jesus, he tried to give the cup in the Garden of Gethsemane. He tried to give the cup back there. He said, Lord, please take this cup from me. You know, and then said, you know, and then realized that that was not the way to go. And he goes, and of course, I understand that. That's the human part of Jesus. 
And then he says, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. It's, it's not, you know, if you are willing, please take this cup. But if not, then your will be done. Then I will be sacrificed. And that is the spirit of Christ that's come to us down through all the ages. That kind of thing. Not your will, Lord. Not, not my will, but your will be done. Please stop me from being marched into the lion's den. But if, if so, if that's the way it's going to be, your will be done, Lord. And I know that's a really hard thing to, I mean, that's a, that's a tough hurdle there to get to that point of faith. Where even if you're dead, even if they kill you, you're completely dedicated to the Lord and do not feel like you've been betrayed. That you're completely committing yourself into the Lord's hands. But I don't think it's too early to start having this kind of uh, talk now. This kind of um, understanding that the people that are here are ancient enemies of God. You know, they're not really people in the way you think of them. And even though they seem completely irrational, there is a rationality. It's at, at every point. It's to get God and God's people. It's to eliminate them. And they're wrangling around, playing this game with politics and all this other stuff, but in the end of the day, they're ancient enemies. The enemy of God is trying to pluck souls out of God's hands. And they're always trying to do that. The communists are always trying to do that. They were doing that with Richard Wormbrand in prison. They would give the Christians abominations to do instead of communion. They would force them into abominations in the hopes that they would then renounce Christ before they died. That they would renounce Jesus. And uh, whenever one did renounce Jesus, they felt they had a victory, and then they would kill that person, right, before they repented again. They would go ahead and kill him because they knew they had one in the bag. You see, that was one reason for nuclear war, because nuclear war, if it came really fast, people wouldn't have time to repent. See, if they could get him real fast, well, they've all renounced God, you know. And so now, it, you know, it's always that kind of contest. It's always that kind of thing. No matter how we dress it up and how many, many distractions we have and how many things we put in, there, in its place, how many pursuits we have, how many useless pursuits we, we form for ourselves, how many foolish things we do, at the end of the day, it's always going to be, you know, this war between God and not man, but God, and, um, you know, call it Satan, call it the opposition, call it evil, call it, um, you know, the, the enemy of God, whatever. There's always going to be the people, the, 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 the demons, the, uh, the gods that hate God because of the fact that God is sovereign. And they want to take as many souls from the Lord as possible. And then it is about the human soul. There really is a human soul. There really is a God. There really is a Satan. There really is all this stuff. And we're caught in the middle of this rational thing of, well, I need to make a better kite and go, go to the flea market and sell my kites so I can make money, so I can live. I understand. You know, but at the same time, you know, if that distracts us from the idea that there is this... Um, war going on, you know, this, this, this conflict, 
And the conflict is within us in the sense that what would it take for you to renounce your soul? For, for Jim Morrison, the famous Doors singer, it was cancel my subscription to the resurrection. I certainly hope he didn't mean that. Because life does not end unless we, through our free will, end it. We don't have a life-ending event in death. Far from it. But if we, through our free will, desire it to be ended, we can end it through our free will. And um, I don't choose to end it. I'm an eternal being. I, I seem to have a feeling that I've been around forever. And, you know, I have my small part of cognition here, but I know that in death and in other states, I know lots of things. I know what the Holy Spirit knows everything. And I know that, um, you know, that uh, I know that I don't want to give up my, really, it's not just soul, but my life for this for this failure um, of, of man to, to, to rule himself, this failure of man to be able to uh, have an organized world with, with uh, a system that actually works. And, you know, the only thing I see here that works is just like a cult of death. It's just death works, war works, you know, just these evils that man keeps doing because he's obeying his masters. And, you know, at she and all of us, we're, you know, obeying our masters. How many politicians have said, boy, we, you know, Biden could really use a good war right now. Maybe with China, huh? Now we get the people off, you know, from, from hating him. <laughs> now, on Biden, I don't really believe he's, you know, he's obviously a transitional figure. But behind Biden, you know, Almost all of D.C. is showing. I mean, Mitt Romney blesses people in the name of Jesus and prays openly on Twitter. And I have for years been completely perplexed by that. I don't understand. And then at the same time, voting for all the liberal, um, which I won't call liberal, all the uh, Marxist... Uh, you know, overthrow of America and, you know, whatever that entails. Unlimited immigration, no borders, you know, no bank, you know, print trillions of dollars worth of money. Nobody cares. It's just, and, and do whatever you want. You know, screw the people. And he votes for all that stuff. And, and uh, he, you know, and he bless, he prays in Jesus' name. Like, he's this hybrid. Is he split? Is that what it is? It's just a split? He can't possibly believe. Not acting that way. I don't know. Do I care if he if he blows it? Yeah, I prefer people don't blow it, but I mean, you know, they're going to go the way their life is going to go. You know, there's nothing I can really do about it, so I would encourage people to look for the truth and try to abide in that, but it's very, very difficult. And, and you know, um, at the same time, back behind the scene right now, you have all the witches vying for power, 
when I say that I mean powerful covens, all vying for power, 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 power. And so there's a big war, like who's going to rule in the future. So that's also creating chaos. And there's chaos everywhere you look. It's just, it's really quite extraordinary. Quite disturbing. And, um, but I don't predict man will really learn right now. I think times have to get and will get. And just because if things go south on every, every possible avenue of existence, that still doesn't mean it's Satan's time. When I say Satan's time, what I mean is God's time. What I mean is the time of the return of, of Christ, the time of the return of the Lord to then avenge the saints of God with, you know, the slang of the wicked. Um, when will that be? I, I don't know. I don't like to give them a, the... Um, I don't like to say, oh, well, this is the mark of the beast, that's it, so we're in this part of Revelation. I don't I don't want to go there. I, something is making me resist, but I, I'm not completely close to the idea. I'm not completely feeling like I know everything, you know what I mean? And I'm not feeling like this is solid. It's just, call it a really deep gut feeling, that they are not going to know the timing. See, that exasperates me. But maybe in being exasperated, that shows my fault here. Maybe I have a blind uh, spot. So you guys figure that one out. I, I don't... Um, I, I do a lot of... I don't need to prove myself in, in you know in prophetic accuracy. It's been very accurate. Um, <clears throat> but I also don't have to claim to know everything. I certainly don't. I, I would like to think, I'll just put it this way, that this is... Um, this is not it and to have them thwarted and then it eventually leads to um, a good period and then a bad period something like that that's my gut feeling it's like a gut feeling I could totally be wrong don't make the mistake of you know taking a jab because Zeph says that's not no I've fully I, I, I call the jab the mark of the beast. I mean, you know, I mean, the mark of the beast, I would just say the whole thing and just stay away from it. If it's a gene therapy, you know, altering your genes, you'd stay away from it anyway. I'm not flying on planes. You know, there's a lot of things I'm not doing that, that um, you know, that'd be fun to do. They'd love to have us in Serbia. Wonderful film festival over there. I love to go, but I just can't go through the um, humiliation of. Um, it's not the humiliation of me. It's the humiliation of man. It's the it's the whole uh, ritual of it, and um, let alone the dangers of uh, being out there amongst the jabbed. Hear me, assistance up. Well, you can get a certificate of being jabbed. I mean, you know, you just pay a guy. You know, you, you the guy that's giving the jabs. You just say, "Here's five hundred bucks. Give me a, give me you know five booster uh, receipts." You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, of course, the, you know, the black market will be created. People will be flying without being jabbed. Of course, the government's stupid. 
they're not going to have top-down control. And I believe that, in the, you know, may I say it? I just get the feeling that they're going to lose this time around. Me too. They lose. And I still have that feeling. And I, the evidence is bounding up that I'm wrong. That maybe my feeling is wrong. I mean, I know they lose in the end. But I just see this as being a colossal failure. It's just hard for me to believe so many people are going along. Anyway, that's it for today. Inconclusive today. Sorry, folks. We'll have more uh, more in the future. I'm feeling a little better. Am I looking better? Yep. Feeling better? Yep. Am I focused or am I, am I filled with brain fog? No. Nope. Am I, am I? You were very clear last night. Very clear. Very clear today, too. Okay. Thank God. But I don't. Not feeling 100%. And not feeling the energy I should have. Uh, we'll do another uh, ivermectin. Yeah, no, I keep doing the, you know, different medication, different, uh, you know, different supplements, and especially like the, uh, I take that malaria bark too, and then we have ivermectin, and we have some of those things we take just as a, a, a preventative, but still I feel like there's something on the air, man. There's something out there getting people. Do you feel okay? Yeah. You feel energized? Yeah. Okay, here you go. All right, bye, folks. We'll see you next time. God bless you, each and every one of you. And, uh, Things are changing here, too, so I'm looking forward to some cool changes for the Zephyr Port. Maybe it's, I think it's time to amplify it, because I think people need, I think they need us, right? Because you need us, right? I need, I need to hear talk like what I just talked. I need myself, too. They lose. I can just basically talk over this.
Who did you? What voice? What voice? This is what flashed. If you 